From an undisclosed location high in the Hollywood Hills, it's time once again for the long shot. Tonight, how did this happen? Wearing a Make America Great Again hat again, loud musical theater fans, and very special guest, Mary Holland. And now, please welcome the host, Sean Conroy. Thank you. Welcome to the Long Shot Podcast. It is... You can start... A podcast of which I am the host. My name is Sean Conroy. With me tonight on the podcast, Joe Wagner is here. Now that's not the usual kind of opening we Amber have. Amber Kenny is here. <laughs> Jamie Flam is here. I think it is the kind of opening we usually have. We just haven't been paying attention. Also with us tonight. Jamie's gaslighting us. A lot, of people, a lot of people don't pay attention. A very special guest. She's an improviser and actor. The most somber Who has intro. studied at I.O. Chicago and the Upright Citizens Brigade in L.A., where she is currently a regular performer on the weekend team, JV, performing a show called Hashtag Throwback Friday. <laughs> She's also in a group called Wild Horses. She's in a show called This Show Is Not Funny. Brand new ball. Her mod team's name is New Money. Oh boy, this is old. <laughs> She's on Wilhelm, which performs the oh, improvised no. movie. She's also a regular member of the cast at ASCAT, which is the only thing on that list that impresses me. Off stage. Good lord. <laughs> she... <laughs> <laughs> she can currently be seen every Sunday night on Blunt Talk on Stars. This is making me sweat. Plus Silicon Valley, <laughs> Comedy Bang Bang, Mike and Dave need wedding dates. You are not your credits. Much, much more. Mary Holland is here. That's I wish I had an amazing Hello. list of credits. Wow. Welcome to the show. Welcome back to the show, Mary Holland. Contest winner for the That's show. right. That's what right. What was that, season two or something? Probably. That video is still up on my YouTube channel. I'll have you really? know. There's a video. Yeah, the video I submitted to um to the contest the to be a, a, a guest on the, on the that's, podcast. That's your number one credit normally right yeah it is i mean i don't former this... former long <laughs> shot podcast contest winner <laughs> Can holy you... shit that's the girl who won the long shot podcast how'd they oh, get please. her on this tv what did, show what did you win do you remember what you yeah won? can we review she got to be on the show oh okay but yeah. i want to i want to because i started listening you're the guy who came up with the goddamn contest in the first I place know. um I know. jamie has the idea and he lets it go uh so i Listen from the beginning of the show. Were you mm-hmm. as you yes. were as well, early yes. listener? Mm-hmm. I don't think I remember your episode. I may not have listened to it. So for anyone who Joe. doesn't, no, I'm just saying for anyone who doesn't know the story, we're just insulting you. <laughs> no, no, not at all. I mean, no. a new listener. I'm saying a new listener. If sure. They don't know mm-hmm. what was the. I don't remember the contest. The contest was how did you submit to actually win? I don't think anybody could still answer that question. <laughs> that was the problem. It was. Okay. Classic long shot podcast. It was so poorly thought out and just kind of tossed out there. Like, oh, we should have a con- yeah, we have like a contest. Submit a video of why you should be on the podcast. I just don't remember any videos. So you made a video. I thought there were yes. photos and, and, then, and pictures, then listeners pictures. voted. 
Yes, on who. So we were not involved to. whatsoever. No. <laughs> listener generated, listener shock. chosen. Yeah. Do you remember at all what your video was like? Charming. <laughs> um, I, don't, I would say generally I don't really. a winning video. <laughs> but it is still up on your YouTube page. It you is, said? yes. So if you go oh, to YouTube, check it out. Yeah, you can find can it out. I think yeah. I did make it private, but it's still up on the page. <laughs> um, I don't want we, anyone <laughs> seeing this. We have to submit to you to get the uh, password. Yes, to and I'll, I'll now, consider if it. If I submit program. a video to you, could I be on Blunt Talk? <laughs> Yeah, that's how it works. Okay. Yeah, for sure. I knew this. I knew this acting thing would come to me someday. Um. Yeah. Well, wow. how did you start listening to the show? I'm just curious too. Anyone who's been listening to it for so long. Yeah, probably, I will. Probably a iPhone. No. Yeah. I, the device. Headphones attached. Right. Maybe? It was through a device, but I was um, friends. With you were just outside the door. With a glass, glass oh, to the wall. I wish. I wish. If only I knew where they were recording. Um, Hi in the Hollywood Hills. I was friends with Sean. Right. And um, was friends with him when he started doing the podcast and started listening. And yeah. Was blown away. Was. Stuck through. Blown. Stuck through. Away. You've seen the growth of all these people. No, I really have. We talked a lot about like, that last week. Yeah, more than we should have. Have you listened since you were on it? No, this is we are like thrilling. Are, are you still into the show? Do you like us? Don't you guys do check-ins or something at the top? <laughs> yeah, you've just uh, become our check, our group check-in. Making her feel the least welcome she can before, possibly Before we get into checking in, let me just update you guys. Uh, you probably know some of what this transpired. Is an to a checking in. Yes. Okay. Last week. Well, no, it wasn't checking in. It was the the, the mailbag. Yes, the mailbag. Yes. Um, I should just let everybody know that I got a very kind, lovely, thoughtful follow up email from Heidi. Platonic. Platonic, and then thirty seven more follow ups <laughs> to that follow up. <laughs> Uh, it wasn't. This is a listener but... who cares about us very much. Yes. Oh, that's. Nice. Uh, but anyway, she was very nice, and and which I knew from her letter and the thought and care she put into it. Right. But uh, it's all good. It's all good. I thought there was some uh, some growth there. I actually listened to the episode. Oh yeah. And I kind of couldn't get enough. Well, that's the thing. I I started off as a fan and a listener, so now. I still try to listen to a show and and see how it's so open to interpretation what you hear in a podcast and the people's personalities and stuff and that's what this this one of these emails that we got in our mailbag was about was just how people see us. Mm. You have a pod. I mean, you guys do a podcast. Or you do an improv podcast. Mm -hmm. Yeah, right. I don't have a regular one. Huh. You don't um. share. You don't. Sh you don't open up your heart like. No. Do you want to be the host of this show? <laughs> sure, I'll take it on. Thank God. Uh, finally, <laughs> finally we can let go of the reins. You have to submit a video, though. <laughs> All right. One locked and loaded. I'll just resubmit my private video. <laughs> oh, this thing. I remember this video. Um, it's very charming. Uh, All right. Checking in. Let's start today with Jamie because I know he has a lot. Um, it's a funny thing happened. Uh, we we arrived tonight. Always a good way to start and set the expectations. Amber, high. <laughs> you really are doing this. <laughs> had been eating some beans. We all remember 
little t- a really tale called this. Jack and the Beanstalk. <laughs> okay, well, let me just stop you right there because I want to tell everybody, I want to let everybody in on process a mm-hmm. little bit. Pull the curtain back. Okay, because so here's far, what this podcast has been a lot about. This podcast, here's what, which I think this podcast is often about. This podcast, you know what? This is the only place I get to think about myself, and yeah. it's very comforting that way. It's the rest of Jamie the came in with nothing. Amber said, "We can start." I got the bean out of my teeth. No, she said. The bean has been released, yeah, that <laughs> which true. that is notable. And you wrote and that Jamie down. Jamie said, <laughs> oh, I can use that as my checking in. By the way, there's a new T-shirt there. The bean has been released. <laughs> it the sounds bean, filthier than it, it is. does. A tiny I, I have bit. a question for Jamie that that was his check in. <laughs> is everything OK? <laughs> um, I mean, I have some things written down. OK, good. It's okay to say everything's not okay of all times to say that it's okay to say. It's not okay. It's not okay. I'm not okay. Yeah. Sorry to keep making it real, everybody. <laughs> oh, we're not up to you yet. Oh. Um, Go ahead, Jamie. Tell us about your great story about hearing Amber say <laughs> the bean has been released. Well, no, because I think about beanstalks a lot. and <laughs> A lot? Bullshit. <laughs> no, Absolute I- bullshit. <laughs> I believe Jamie. What do you think about them? How well? How they're green. That's it. <laughs> how do you? Feel I may not believe that? Jamie. Well, more so, I think about uh, the magical beans that would. The metaphor of fairy tales, uh, fee fi fo fum, mm. etc. I love that metaphor. Now, this brings us oh, kind tap, of full tap, circle, tap. if you think about it. <laughs> not a good sign. Um, I'm also very tired. Are you still not sleeping? You know, so here I slept last night, probably seven hours. That's great. Then snooze for an hour, then made some oatmeal. First time having oatmeal in about six this months. This is a way better checking in. <laughs> well, this is checking in. This is true. I, mean, I slept for seven at. hours, then snoozed for an hour. <laughs> then I made yeah. some oatmeal. Just snooze for an hour? That means you wake up every seven yeah, minutes, yeah. right? Oh, okay. Not is it yet. that specific? Every seven I'm minutes? Assuming, <laughs> I'm assuming everybody knows what snoozing is. No, I think on, oh, yeah, that's on the right. iPhone, the default is, I think, nine minutes. But you can't change it, can you? You can't. You can? Make, you... I swear to God, I've gone on the settings because I was like, I think there should be like maybe 15. Then I just do it twice. Because with the nine, I'm like, I can do it. I can afford another one, but it's going to be very misleading. And then it's an hour and a half later, and I've just been snoozing. Honestly, I thought sleeping was snoozing. I didn't understand snooze as a separate verb. Until you have to speak. Very you have to speak, Jamie. So wait. So I snoozing, think everyone knows snooze. But snoozing ends up being <laughs> no, snoozing means sleeping. But I knew by the way you said sleep. it yeah, yeah, that yeah. you meant that you were hitting snooze on your alarm clock over right. and over. for an yeah. hour. Um, so then so what happened? Oatmeal. So oatmeal. You got oatmeal. You got a bowl of oatmeal there. <laughs> now can I? Yes. I don't like to jump ahead, but sometimes I'm like, I think I know where the story is going. You ate the oatmeal. Very perceptive, Mr. Conroy. Thank you. I am a Hollywood writer. What's in this oatmeal? Let's talk about it. Um, currants. Ooh. <laughs> Love it up. currants. Sunflower seeds, banana. Oh, that's a twist. And dry blueberry. I, the, the sunflower seeds give a nice little crunch. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I was on a major oatmeal kick about this six really, months or nine months I feel ago. Like, Maybe mm-hmm. it was a year ago even. Where I would have it every day and I was really experimenting. Okay. Yeah. Here it is. We open on a man sitting at a kitchen table. We push in to reveal in front of him is a bowl of oatmeal. 
That's what I have so far. Okay. I'm finding this very comforting because right now, again, I think everything feels topsy-turvy, and this is striking me as Great like, movie, by the way. This is what I listen to the Low Show Po for. <laughs> the mundane details of the Shit mundane details. is on details. fire, but we got a little crunch in the oatmeal. <laughs> so what happened, Jamie? You ate the oatmeal. I watched about 20 minutes of uh, Walking Dead, which I'm now into the sixth, sixth season. Like, not a, not a good time to eat. I find myself often right. eating right. while I'm watching The Walking Dead, and I'm like, "Why did I do this to myself?" It was a bad idea. It always is a bad you idea. You have a, phys- you you have have a physical revulsion. You have like it's, it's a, gross a gross show. show. Just yeah. every other scene, and in some cases, every they, scene. They, they, I mean, that's that's <laughs> part of the appeal is that they make people. You know, the, the the Walking Dead. Well, The Walking Dead are really the people. They're Walking Dead, but the walking the walkers they call them walkers and uh because they don't zombies apparently don't exist in this world even though they clearly are fucking zombies for some reason they're called walkers as on the strain they're clearly zombies of some sort and they call them munchers instead of vampires well they're vampire zombie oh i see i see munchers uh, (laughs) they should have come up with a better scary it's like a snack food yeah they're always uh they're always having skin falling off and guts falling out, just walking around right. like, you know. Just diving into people's bodies. Mm-hmm. What a cute name. It makes me think of currants. And sunflower seeds. Currants? Currants are red, right? Like ocean currants? No, no, no. The ones currants. you put in the, currants? the oatmeal. Oh, currants. Okay. Is that true? I've never no, heard currants. No, you say currants. Oh, it's, it's the thing to do these days. The it's very au courant. <laughs> it's the currants in his oatmeal. Am I using that right? Yeah, I believe so. Okay, good. A currant is a kind of, it's a <laughs> I berry. I you would know. Yeah, obviously, I know. All right. I, what's interesting? <laughs> we'll see. Is it interesting or is it funny? The production designer for Walking Dead, their last name is like something Walker. And every time I see it, I'm like, I bet they... Have a couple laughs in the break room on that one. That's how they got the job. Yeah. Those are the thoughts you think in between <laughs> thinking about beanstalks. <laughs> <laughs> and how green they are. So what happened, Jamie? So you it's watched 20 minutes like of The Walking them or Dead. I don't like them. And, then it, and it was an epic moment where I seemingly lost, a, 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 not, I'm not going to spoil it, but a major player in the show. That's all that show is about, by the way. There's, it's never about gaining anything. It's always right. about losing. Yeah. So I have to kind of grapple with that. Then I went and late. Then I was like, I have two hours before I have to be at work. I'm going to get some shit done because I've been pretty lazy. I should take a walk. I can meditate. I can do some personal writing. And, but I, then I laid down and played two dots and then slept for an hour and a half. Isn't all writing personal writing? That's Whoa. Thank you, Mary. I had that on the tip of my tongue. But yes, you're absolutely right. Thank you. What, what, what would you pr- say? Or you mean like a like journal entries? or diary? Yeah. You're talking, oh, about not, okay. you're talking about, no, Jamie does public writing as well. You're talking about <laughs> not like spray painting on the side of a building. No, no, you're not today. doing it in a journal. <laughs> yes. yeah. Not today. I'm going to go do some public writing. <laughs> Jamie, would you ever spray paint enchantment on a wall? Yeah. 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 And that I write little cool. limericks in, you know, bathroom stalls too sometimes. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> They're all about beanstalks. About to say. <laughs> so you, so you, instead of doing anything, you played a video game and you <laughs> slept more. Yeah, seven hours of sleeping, an hour, of one hour of snoozing, one and a half hours. I would call that a nap more than sleeping. Then the second one was a nap. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's a lot of sleep for one person. It's 
You needed self care. I guess so, but it's like anyway. you haven't been sleeping. So then I went to work here, and I worked for several hours, and then but then I got tired again, and I went home and ate, and then slept and snoozed again. Oh my gosh! Wow. On the same couch. Wow. The same two Those dots. Those are signs of depression. You guys are so good at yeah. sounding like you're interested in what he's saying when clearly that's impossible. I think they're they're reading the, the, you know, beneath wow. the surface. Wow. Wow. So you slept some more? Mm. Mm. <laughs> All writing is personal writing. That's my impression of you, I guess. I'm sorry. <laughs> Just attacking Mary today. Jesus. I don't attack. Good Gross to jokes. be here. So is there any ending to this or was it just more sleeping? No, I just, I guess, what's going on? I'm so tired. Okay, so there we are. The couch is close by. He lies down on the couch. He falls asleep. Fade to black. Roll credits. Wakes up. Tell me what you think, Don. Sequel? <laughs> yeah, it's a series. Ongoing. We'll kick day those, after we'll day kick after those day. Marvel Universe people's ass. What's interesting is it literally is. This is the... The Flam Man. We usually have the, the episode number here. What episode number is this? 12. <laughs> All right. Something. So also, we're done. We're done, basically, right? I, I found a new park. on. This is 1139. What does that mean? Um, oh, I was like, we have not done 1,139. <laughs> <laughs> we have not done more than 1,138. <laughs> I'll make this quick. A lot of sleeping. But there's a park near downtown, and I can't for the life of me remember what it was called, but I went to a wedding there on Saturday, and it was a magical park right in the middle of the city. And it was a magical, enchanting wedding with this amazing band and um, a parade procession with a balloon lion. Aren't, aren't all parades Let's, processions? Wait, that was a, wait, and that was part of the wedding? Have you ever seen a parade yeah. that wasn't a procession? <laughs> Good point. Thank you. <laughs> um, so that was really cool. I took out my writing pencil and did some personal writing. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's it. Anyway, look out for this park. It's great. It's uh, it's somewhere in the city, near downtown. It's like just hidden. No, like everyone there was like, "Where is this was little paradise?" Was the wedding on you Saturday? It. It's probably right by where you live. What? Yeah. Were you at all? Um, Do you remember the streets at all? The the protests were going on. Yes, during all? the wedding there were. Lots of helicopters overhead. Do you remember the streets at all? A little more specific area? First or second and something. Oh, boy. I'm going to wow. write that down. Wow, really? Well, this has mm. been an honor and a pleasure to share my life mm. with you all. Wow. And wow. welcome back, Mary. Thank you. Joe, checking in. We what do you, you got? Mary. We missed you Thank all these you years. So much. Well, I've been sleeping a lot. Oh, God. <laughs> okay, we're in a groove. <laughs> Sometimes the themes find uh, themselves. Uh, I can't. I can't imagine that a lot of people haven't been sleeping a lot this week. I think it's been the sleeping a lot kind of week. Um, obviously, we're because of the election, daylight savings time. Oh, oh no! And they also changed the Toblerone bar. Um, they did. Yeah. What do you so mean? It's to a what? different design. It's a, it's still triangles, but there's a bigger space between the triangles. That's fucked up. Yeah, it looks very really, really odd. Um. No, I just uh, I I'm working. I have a job that's wrapping up, um, like a consulting writing thing. But it has I've been able to work from home, and so these the first few days after the election, um, 
I was I was in that weird mix of freaking out that I wasn't doing the work I was supposed to be doing because I was so, you know, shaken by the whole thing. And then realizing that, like, if I didn't do that, then I'd get in trouble. But I really couldn't find it in me to, like, <laughs> what I've been talking about, which is, like, to write funny things to make this game show copy funnier so that it sells in the room. And I just couldn't bring myself to, like, I know, I'm like, I know I have to come up with 10 jokes right now, but I was just staring off into space and trying to read as much as I could and absorb as much as I could. It's, you know, you try to, I think, like, a lot of people at first instance is try to understand how it happens. And, but, um, how what happened? Then I made myself some oatmeal. I feel like I have to say something funny. But but uh uh oh why what happened? Uh I think it was I think it's that stuff is so bad um economically overall that there was enough fear to exploit. And I think that's what's ended up happening. It's just white people. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot of white, white people. There's a lot of white fear to exploit and uh and I, regardless of what are your whatever your political leanings were, sides. I mean, I thought the first few days that anyone not just just kind of having to take I was, some time to stop. I was and driving think about to work on Wednesday morning, knowing you know, obviously knowing everything that was going on. Right. And Hillary Clinton came on the radio to give her concession speech. Right. And I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm an adult male. I'm a middle aged adult male. I I've grown up. I'm we know. I'm a guy. I'm a guy's oh, guy. Yeah. Oh yeah, you're. I'm a, a gorgeous godly, godly fuck. fuck. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I fucking bawled yeah. my eyes out. Yeah. yeah, me too. Me too. And it wasn't even really because of her. I mean, it was to a certain extent because it was so frustrating. But really, what it was was. Me feeling so much anger and frustration because these people should not get to win. Right. They are evil, horrible, awful people, and they should not get to win. Right. Then I snoozed, <laughs> napped, <laughs> slept, had oatmeal, and thought about beanstalks. For the record, if I knew we were going to get into this stuff, I do have opinions and thoughts. Oh, I, your turn is passed. Okay, <laughs> damn it. I, no, I, I, the only reason why uh, I bring it up was because I think I just wanted to, to mention more the way people react to something that's very traumatic. It's a traumatic event. It's really Absolutely. traumatic. And, um, you know, from, look, there's a lot of evils with the internet, but there's also a lot of great to social media, which is just to understand that so many people are going to the same shit you are, whether it's just, just not wanting to get up, whether it's having more full-blown panic attacks, migraines, like Xanax prescriptions just shot, skyrocketed literally in the last week. <clears throat> People are freaking out, and I, I had to go through so far this week of like, I think it's really hard when either you're feeling something very heavy, very sad, and then you read someone online saying like, get over it, or why, you know, why should you be sad? You're still living in this country, and people are living in bomb countries, and I think it's really, I think it's something to be really sensitive to when people are going through this stuff that if that bothers you 
right now, what I've just been thinking about a lot is just then keep that to yourself. Yeah, don't judge how other people process yeah. something. And um, it's not just that this guy is now the fucking president of oh the United God. States. Right. It is the goddamn cast of idiots that he has surrounded himself with that I was so excited to never have to look at or hear from again. And they are now fucking front and center. And they are idiots to a one. But anyway, go on. Well, I was going to say, would you... Uh, would it, Mary, Mary was trying to take the edge off, too. <laughs> yeah, no, no, we were both ready to jump in. Same impulse. I, I just wanted to know what you put in your oatmeal, actually. Corrance. <laughs> I put, I I put the Koran in my oatmeal. When did you snooze? <laughs> I'm snoozing for the next no, four years. No, I mean, years. this fucking asshole, Corey Lewandowski, oh, and Kellyanne Conway, and Hope Hicks, and all these fucking idiots. Ridiculous. I mean, they make me sick to my stomach. Right. And Rudy Giuliani, I mean, what the fuck? Right. The fr- the- but anything is better than having a woman in the White House. Right. Um, 60% of people coming out of the polling, uh, coming out of the voting, said they thought Trump was incompetent. 60% of the people, sorry, not incompetent, but not qualified to be president, 60% of the people who voted for him said he wasn't qualified to be president, which I think is ridiculous because let's face it, this guy has been a shitty businessman and a reality star. Of course Mm -hmm. he's qualified to be the president. Anyway, go on, Joe. (laughs) (laughs) The first thing that I've seen, um, as far as these these people that are starting to be brought in, this guy O'Bannon who runs Breitbart News, it's like the alt, basically the source of the alt right. Um, I've already seen people being able to get out there of like, call your representatives, call your senators, you know, congressmen to make an announcement about this guy possibly being chief of staff. Which He's is, not going to be chief of staff. He's going to be special advisor. Special to the advisors, which sounds even worse. And um, it, I bring that up as an example for, for this other thing, which is that I think right now, because the uh, reaction has been so strong, because the hurt is and the fear is there so much on so many sides, that there's there's a very justified reaction to that of saying, "Hey, we can fight this." We can get together. We can start to make a change. And I just want, on a very personal note, for anybody who's in that position right now to know that, like, I I don't think you become an activist overnight. And I think a lot of people are going to start putting themselves under pressure to feel like, what am I not doing? And I feel that sometimes that can be the most destructive way to end up not doing anything because you get suddenly so overwhelmed to think about like, well, what are all the good things that I have to start doing? And I think that there's a lot of different ways of doing that. And I've felt really guilty this year. Every time I've read something online of somebody saying like, Hey, here's where you can donate. I'm like, fuck, I don't have, like, I don't have any money. That's been a real personal thing for me this year of like, how do I try to do something to combat when shit like this happens? And it's like, you know, the donation thing, it's been hard. I feel like, fuck, I don't feel like I can financially even do that. And, and, and then time, it's like, well, just volunteer your time. And I go, uh, I, sometimes all I want to do is hit snooze again. 
Well, you know? can I give you a suggestion? I went to um, a panel this week where they discussed exactly that. Like, right. what what are the ways you can... Oh. <laughs> Oh boy. Sean likes to add production value every now and then. <laughs> but I um, know you can yeah, get well, through this. I'll go ahead and do it in the tone that's appropriate for that music. You can Michael go Jackson again? get a book. <laughs> okay. Read read works of art from people that you that like it was suggested to me to read the autobiography of Malcolm X, which I've right. I've never read. And just like even just he just talks doing about himself that the of, whole time. <laughs> Oh boy! He's a big uh, oatmeal guy. <laughs> even just like expanding your then, horizons, I napped. Like, I think that 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 is just as important as you know. I mean, obviously, the more you can donate time and money, that's great. But right. but getting to know the world a little bit better, even just through reading or like right, you know, listening to different music, and I don't know. Yeah, no, I I I think that. I just wanted to I just wanted to put that out there to remind anyone that it's like um don't short circuit yourself before you can actually start to do something and mm-hmm. whatever that is um again that be okay with that you know and don't start thinking like um I'm not I think it's going to be very easy for a lot of people to start thinking like I'm not doing enough and rather than what what are you doing so uh, for me I'm just like I, I at least immediately I try to link any kind of information. The only thing I do effectively, I think is get online. I mean, it's hard right now. I don't have a lot going, but I know I can get online and I know that I can share information that I think would help. So it's like, as far as, you know, doing that in a way that you don't know what the effect can be, but there might be some ripple effect, you know, just start thinking about how you can, Throw that fucking pebble into the internet, baby. Yeah, let it go. Let those ripples (laughs) ripple. (laughs) I did go, I did, uh, I slept through the historic I'm sensing a theme. March. I literally, I I thought it was, I thought the Saturday protest march was like a, a late afternoon, evening thing. And then I woke up and I realized I had slept through the whole thing immediately you feel like oh I'm, you're talking about the I'm saturday afternoon march procession part, part of the problem the parade procession <laughs> the march parade procession and uh and i just uh, i w- did manage to there was a late night crowd there was still about another 100 people left in front of city hall i went down there and um i realized i'm not i'm so not a chanter i can't really chant but at least standing there. It's going to be hard for you to use the official Longshot Podcast greeting. <laughs> or have Do you remember it? No, I don't remember it. It's like... It's ho, ho, cheek, cheek, ho, That's basically what I said. Yeah, close enough. You also won't be able to have a bar mitzvah. But anyway, get out there. Don't forget self-care is what I'm saying because it's a traumatic time. So take care of yourself first so you can take care of other others. That's good advice. Just putting it out there. All right, Mary, checking in. What's going on with you? What have you been up to oh, the last six years since we saw you? Boy, <laughs> what have I been up to? You don't have to go through everything. I mean, obviously you've slept quite a bit. Obviously, I slept for some of that. You snoozed a little bit. Yeah. Snoozed a touch. <laughs> Did you catch um, maybe 40 winks now and then? <laughs> Every now and then, yeah. Saw some love. I think maybe I'm going to catch 40 winks. See you in a bit, boss. 
Um, well, I had a really, uh, you know, in times like these, I, I suppose what, what has been happening lately, I mean, there's so many thoughts I've had, so many things I've done and seen and went through and experienced and watched other people go through. <laughs> What if this was just for the next hour? <laughs> and obviously, people and go places done and, and been and people been do around and been here, been over, been under. Certain words, forests and oceans and snacks, deserts and snacks. And I mean, bong, look, it goes bong, on and on. Sorry. All right, bong. thank you guys for having me. Things have been good. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I think... are you working right now? Um, I, if I, may. I will allow that question. Thank you. Overruled. I'm uh, currently, I'm not uh, shooting on anything, not doing but, TV show. but Blunt Talk yeah. is airing. Right. So, so that's. Something. That counts. Right. That counts. No, does I that just, mean does that mean you get residuals from that when they air your show? You get some residuals. I don't know, Uncle Todd. <laughs> yeah, because it seems to me if you're in show business, Leave you should be getting alone. residuals all I'm the time. I'm here for Thanksgiving. Leave me alone. <laughs> yeah, but I just I, I I got I got some friends in the business and they tell me about residuals, so I just wanted. To, <laughs> I was curious because I just wonder. I think it's if whatever you're going through right now, if you're working, it's different. You know, it's a different experience because it's like yeah. you, anything that allows you to focus. For sure. You know. Unless well, it's impossible, which we found it on Wednesday. Yeah. We did nothing all day. I mean, the yeah. writers were out of the room. It was just the two creators and myself. And we were like, fuck this. Like, right. we, we did. I did have to shoot a, um, a, 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 I guess it'd be a sketch. It's like a standalone scene um, for this show with the other girls on Wild Horses. And we showed up, like, and I woke up that morning to go to work, and I was like, "What is the point of any yeah, of this?" Right, right. Like, was it Seinfeld? So, and it was Seinfeld, and obviously, I love that show. Yeah, I know Uncle Todd. Um, <laughs> you should. I should tell you the story I have about no, my dry no, cleaning. No, you no, could use no, it. You no, could. No, you could no, write no, a no, bit. No, of, you could write a routine. A no, 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 no. <laughs> um, but we had to like improvise and like yeah. like and we were being filmed and it was like right. a production so you got to do it right so that that was also a weird feeling just to be like well i guess i'll just forget about this thing for yeah like an hour and that try is, to focus far far be it for me to make this into like hey it was it was hard this is how it was hard in hollywood but that is something about working in show business where it's like if you have to turn something on because you're in front of the camera and you're already coming from a numbed state. And be funny, too. And be fu right. It's yeah. like, it's so much harder to, it's like, oh, this is not how it usually yeah. is. And not, it has to happen because you can't just not turn the camera on. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or hand in whatever, or finish your script, or hand in whatever has to be handed in, you know? And it's like, I went to, I went to a meeting, and I, they, the, the two guys are like, Hey, like they're hey, how are you? Like normal. And they I, said what? Hey, how are you? Like normal. They sound and, like they have a no, bit of a tone. And, then I, and I was, I was the guy. Hey, who, how are you? I just, I just kind of mumbled and was like, oh. like I just made that sound and sat down because it was like, I'm not, I can't even pretend to be. Mm -hmm. Hey, excited about this game show pitch? Like, who fucking gives a yeah. shit? Yeah. 
I tell you what happened was I fa- I had the ticket for the dry cleaners oh, and I says to the guy at the dry cleaners I says here's your ticket give me my give me my I'm suits. gonna I'm gonna head give to an Airbnb suits. hold on this is good <laughs> no this I'm good. okay Thank and you. then it turns out I was at the wrong I, I was at the wrong okay. the wrong oh. dry I would cleaners watch this. <laughs> I would watch that I did I saw I I went to New York this weekend I don't really have a checking in but uh, I did see my. Uh, some of my friends from college, and literally one of them was like, I forget even what it was about, but he was like, "Can you? will you make a routine about this? Will you make a routine about this? And I was <laughs> oh like, yeah, God. okay, I will. Yeah, sure. With raw materials like this. Um, so sorry. How could go I ahead, not? Go ahead, Mary. Um, I mean, I, I that sort of, that sort of, I, I, I like in struggling to think of a check-in in this moment, the only thing that comes to mind, and this is true, is how at 7 a.m. every morning, roughly, my cat jumps up onto my bed, curls up next to my face, and touches my face with her paw, and gives me, and this might gross people out, but gives me just a little cat kiss on my lips. <laughs> She gets romantic every <laughs> She does. She <laughs> sticks her little tongue out and just barely touches my tongue. lips. Tongue, whoa. And she's, <laughs> she's always done that? Always, yeah, yeah. Wow. And it's not that she's grooming me, because, you know, that would, you know, be a lot of licking. Just, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, but she single. just barely, and it's like she knows, this is a kiss. She knows. That's so crazy. Cool, huh? Yes. Anyway. Very tender. I'm running in 2020. You know what? <laughs> you know what? Amber, before the show, she tells me, like, what are we going to talk about? And I was like, well, maybe things that still give us, like, hope and strength. Yeah. And then you, for you, it's your cat's little kiss in the morning. <laughs> My cat's little kiss. That's yeah. like, it's, it's a regular thing. Yeah. It's not regular going away. Thing. Like clockwork. Even he can't ruin it. No. Amber, mm-hmm. checking in. <laughs> I don't know what you guys are talking about. I was fine. Everything's great. Uh, um, I didn't mean to open it. Sorry. What do you mean? Well, we're talking no, about I'm like, just being. What are we? You know, I was not talk about. I'm where there's anyway. I I I will say this. My reaction to the <laughs> election is close to the opposite of yours, Joe. Where the internet has not been a comforting thing for me. I've had to stay away from it as much as possible. And I hate using this word because it's so um, cliche at this point. But like like triggering. Like I I legitimately would get overwhelmed and have like close to panic attacks. And um, so I have not found it comforting. (laughs) And hearing how much pain people are in, I I understand what you're saying about, um, but it, it just makes me feel worse everybody processes in yeah, different yeah, yeah, ways yeah, yeah and so i'm glad that it's there and i'm glad that it's helping some people but i'm not for you not for me babies um right i think it i i, I just mean more the dissemination of information when people start going like well how do i do that right and that there are people going like here here's a quick help no yeah. i no, i got it but yeah no i mean it's yeah there was so there's this guy who has an office across from my office and I don't know him. It's one of those situations where he works in a different department, but he happens to be really close to me. And um, he drives me up the wall. He always has been probably the most annoying person there. He wears 
This is gonna sound judgy, but it is. <laughs> um, uh, we don't we don't like to do that on this show. He, he like um, he's like a middle aged guy who wears Hawaiian Nothing shirts. Nothing wrong with that. Well, oh yes, and, uh, guilty. I could tell that he does a lot of musical theater, and I like I love musical theater. I want to meet this fact. guy, but he'll he just has such a loud voice, and he just is always talking, and it's not anything of substance it's like right. he's like reading the headlines on facebook out loud like he has no oh. insight other sorry than i missed where does he work dreamworks no but i mean in relation to where you work across like so it's like he's he's shouting distance into my ears <laughs> and um at one point i went to his assistant i was like could you make him stop and she's like do you want me to close the door i was like i'm mostly kidding i just like wanted to make sure this, this is awful for someone else too right um but yeah just just him being like oh and just right saying he, but he was doing this up leading up to the election too and it was driving me up the wall and it, the thing that's crazy is it's not like i disagree with him he's not saying anything that I disagree with, but it's just like, stop saying it. I don't know why you're saying it. Hairspray is better than guys and dolls. <laughs> just so loud. Just nonstop loud. Like, don't you have work to that's, do? That's fucking annoying. There's no way around that. Like, I mean, we, we have people like that at the, at the office I work at as well, where you're just like, Jesus, why? Right. Well, I and he, not that he isn't allowed to be in pain, and I know that he is, but just the people that, directly work for him are women and people of color and i'm just like mm. really you're the loud one sir this affects you the least right. it affects everyone a lot but i don't know i i found it it, it felt just like let them have this it's like invade right. it's imposing his yeah. experience yes. on you guys yes. experience yes right. i also i mean considering this circumstance yeah it's that is so annoying. I also I really don't like when I can hear people's conversations like on a plane. Oh god! Ooh, it gets me so mad. Right. Well, I, I'm like, everyone is listening right. to this. What are it's you doing? Except for and the now, yes. And now, what am I supposed to do with yes. this information? And why? Why do you have to talk? Right. Oh, and he does it that was, about. It was important. About if you like, look out uh, the right side of the cabin, you'll see Des Moines. Talk about the TV shows that happened the night before. Like he did it about the Emmys, he did it about the Grammys, he did it about oh my like gosh. Westworld, and, and not the like, Writers Guild Awards because those like, aren't televised. I, I don't even know. I wish that I had like a recording of him. It's right. more just like he thinks his opinions are very, very interesting, right. and they are the most pedestrian opinions you could possibly have. Trump yes. bad. You have like a talking internet. <sighs> When you so walk through loud. the storm, hold your head up high and don't be afraid of the dark. So loud, so loud. Oh, do you like but musical like me theater? telling him to shut up feels like it's like I'm for Trump, but, but that is not. I'm just no, like, right. just, just, just be sad. Just, just be quiet. Just do that to your poor, poor wife. Don't do it to us. Oh, yeah, I feel, I feel really like gross. I feel like people forget that again. Honey, I'm either gonna do the headlines or we're gonna do. The I could never really sing song from a chorus line. And in like a <laughs> condescending tone. Like I can't get it across. It's very like, right. I have been like, like that's the cadence. 
<laughs> the body movement is very musical. Yeah. Yeah. I'm loving it. Yeah. I'm loving it. Could you believe that Melania is our first lady? Like, ugh, that's the oh. least of our problems. Right, like, right, shut up. Right, right. <laughs> Is it Mr. Howell so from Gilligan's Island? Kind of. It, it, I, I, I just Is think... it Mr. Magoo from Mr. Magoo? I hope so. No, Is he's... it the father from <laughs> Rebel Without a Cause? Is it Colonel Mustard in the study? <laughs> <laughs> but um... it's extra. It's extra sensitive times for loud. I mean, for people who have to deal with loud people. Right. Like loud people are the problem. This right first. Now. This first week. Like whenever. Whenever anything happens like this. I shut down. Like, I think people forget that basic thing of like silence, you know, like really just trying to reduce noise levels in a way to just kind of be able to center yourself. So I think anyone who's still being loud, it's like, you're, you're really not even processing what's going on. No, no, If you no, did, no. then you would know that people would appreciate just turning down well, the volume a and, little bit. And right with now. people like that, I always like to imagine. Like, best case scenario, their fantasy. How are we supposed to react? Of just like, what a great point. I've never thought of it that way. Like, I don't know what you want. That would be, that would be perfect. It would be like an actor in a musical theater. Yeah. And then you take a bow. I disagree. I find it very difficult to follow your logic. And another thing. Uh, I don't know which uh, character that was, but it was very musical theater. You have theater. to click for more. Um, I mean, I wasn't even going to talk about that, but I did. Oops. Um, you did it again. Oops. But here's a, a surprising tidbit of how I'm coping. <laughs> I've recently got obsessed with the musical company. You know, that 1970 classic. What is it? I don't know the, yeah, I don't know the story. I don't know why the, I'm obsessed with the famous song at the, the end. Ladies Who Lunch. I've definitely listened is to the soundtrack, but I don't remember alive. it. Being alive, being mm. alive. Ha, 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 ha. It's weird that ha, I'm obsessed ha, with it because the whole thing is ha. about how kind of maybe love is a sham, right? Which isn't really what I'm about, but the music's really catchy. Sondheim, <laughs> talented guy. Oof, it's good. It's good. So <laughs> I like to state the obvious sometimes. So I've been listening to that. Right. That's how I'm dealing. Also, I um, had final paperwork to sign on my new car. So Saturday morning, I missed the protest because I was signing paperwork for my <laughs> new Prius. And I was just like right. like drowning in my own vomit of like, I'm the problem. This is fucking terrible. I know. <laughs> I think that's... I, I would think... love to help you guys out, but I've got to sign the paperwork <laughs> beep, beep. on my Prius. <laughs> I think that's... Gonna be so much of the next four years is how much you you're gonna buy four hundred new cars is, is is how much I'm gonna be in a lot of debt. You have to keep measuring yourself up to what you think is going to be required of so many more of us to do something about this. It's also okay. I don't know how to frame this without sounding like a dick, but I will attempt to. I've marched this year for Black Lives Matter, right, and it's just. Like, part of me, the smallest part, I'm not proud of it, is like, now you guys care? Like, what the fuck? Right. <laughs> Where were you? We've needed you this whole time. Right. Mm-hmm. It's a tough time. It's a tough time for it the country. It's a very tough time. And for the individuals that live here. Um, <clears throat> here's a couple things that I have. This is a sentence I said out loud today, 
that after I said it, I wrote it down because I thought it'd be really funny to just be walking by and overhear somebody <laughs> saying this. Like it's almost like a sketch or something. But if you were if you were walking by uh, two guys waiting for the bus and you heard one of them go, I told you a T-Rex has lips, bitch. <laughs> I think that would be a... I think that would be a fun thing to hear. <laughs> Just completely out of context. Yep. This is like your new weird stand-up style. It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, happening to me today. <clears throat> I, went to, I went to New York this weekend uh, to take my nieces and nephews along with some of their parents to a football game at Yankee Stadium. My college, Holy Cross College, was playing against Fordham University, which as it happens, I went to high school on the campus of Fordham University. And uh, I realized, I mean, obviously I'm not a, I'm a crazy person in some ways, right? That's very clear. But sometimes you have this moment of insight into yourself where you go, oh, that's a problem. I'm fucking crazy. And that happened to me at the game because I had gotten tickets for everybody. I had gotten 26 tickets to this game. And I had the tickets in my hand. Six of them were for my roommate from Idaho who came in with his family. Must be big. Um, (laughs) What's that? (laughs) Six of them were for him. Yeah. It's a dumb joke. Rules are rules. <laughs> <laughs> if he's going to take up that much room, he should pay for it. Six ticket bid. Uh, <laughs> but he's from Idaho, uh, just like ID Juniper. And oh, she is? Oh. Yeah. And uh, so shout out to Heidi and her husband. Who doesn't listen to the show but gets recaps on a regular basis? <laughs> we love you, Paul. I think he's listened to clips. Uh, well, he he definitely listened to the episode we did last week because she couldn't listen to it until he listened to it first. Um, so, so I had so I gave six to them. Right. I had tickets for all the kids. I had tickets for, but one of my brothers was coming late with his husband and their baby, which turned out to not be a great idea because it was cold and. My little nephew was just not into being there. So. But that's okay. Kids, Typical Florida kids have fan, to right? go through shit. You know what I mean? Uh, but so listen, everybody was sitting America. in, you know, we had a huge block of seats and everybody was sitting in different seats and not sitting in the seats they had tickets for. And I had extra tickets in my pocket, but somehow we weren't using all of our seats. My parents had been supposed to come to the game, but then they went on a, on a Mississippi River cruise and so they were not around. So we had extra seats, but other people were sitting in them. Like, you know how that happens at a okay, game where people yes. are like, we're just going to take they these seats. They just act like they are in yeah, the right yeah. place until you say something. So my brother had not shown up yet with his husband and their baby. And I was trying to figure out where they were going to sit. And I was like, oh, no, we're not in the right seats. And we have to move these people over. What I'm saying is I could not focus on anything except a thing mm. that wasn't even going to be a, like I was like, right. but what if people get mad that we do like we'll I was just going through. Yeah, yeah, I was going through all this fucking mental gymnastics to figure out, well, if I tell these people to move over, well, I have to go over and tell that guy that he's sitting in one of our seats. But what if I can't find the ticket because some of the kids have the tickets, but they don't know which seat they're supposed to be sitting in versus. So I'm going to have to get the tickets back from everybody so I can tell this guy that it's right. And I was like, what the fuck is wrong with me? 
Why I, am I doing this to myself? I don't think that means you're crazy. I think that means you're a hostess. <laughs> and because I think that when when you're the one who planned this thing, I think that that's totally normal. I I have the same thing whenever I plan anything. I can't like enjoy the right. event. I'm like very. I'm always much... like I'm never gonna plan anything ever. Again. Yeah, I know because it's really yeah. yeah. I think that's that those concerns and the logistics that right. that feels totally normal to me. <laughs> it it worked out fine. Everything worked out fine. It was fine. Um, it's crazy making though. My roommate actually took up seven seats instead of six, which <laughs> was not cool, but whatever. <laughs> um, but yeah, I was really going crazy. Yeah. And then I had a brief insight, a brief moment of insight into what it's like to be a parent mm. at the end of the game because, because we were all going to this game, I rented a bus to come wow, from that's yeah. so my parents' house down to the game. And... It was great. Like, it was just this great little, you know, like, a, it wasn't a van. It was a little bigger than that. It really was like a bus, but not a full-size bus. Right. Um, very comfortable. It was great for the kids. They all got to ride down together. None of my brothers had to worry about parking when they got to Yankee Stadium or driving in there or any of that stuff, which was nice. So <laughs> the game ends, and we leave, and we're outside where I told the guy we would meet him after the game. And it's fucking 161st Street in the Bronx after a Yankee game, like or, or after a football game. There's traffic everywhere. Right. So this guy's making his way there. He's not there yet. And the kids are like, where's the bus? Where, you know, how come it's not here? Uncle Sean, should you text him and tell him that it needs to be here? Whatever. And I was oh, like, it's gonna be I, I really, I, I mean, it was fine. I totally just made fun of them. I was like, well, what should I do? What do I have to do? <laughs> And they were like, text him. And I'm like, but I think I don't want to interrupt. Like, and so they were getting super frustrated, whatever. But I was like, part of me was like, wanted to be like, you fucking ungrateful wretch. Yeah, we'll like, <laughs> it'll be here in five minutes. Yeah. Okay. Um, and they knew that they were overstepping eventually because I was just making fun of them so hard. But right. it was a moment where I was like, God, it's fucking hard to be a parent because I'm sure that shit happens all the oh, time. Yeah, you don't ever get that. Yeah, and you just want to be like, Thank shut you. Up, yeah, you know. And then it was funny. At the end of the, we got back to my parents' house, and I was in the kitchen, and all the kids came in. And they were like, "Thank you, Uncle Sean. You're the best uncle." And I was like, "For what?" And then they were like, "I don't know." Like, I guess my brother told my brothers told go, them, you go yeah, thank him right, right now. You go in there and you give him a hug and you say thank you, Uncle exactly. Sean. They're like, me. I'm not sure why I'm doing this, but I'll do it. That's good. Um, That's the point. Isn't it? Isn't it scary when you do see the parents who have snapped? And will, I remember the first time I heard like a mother say to a girl in Walmart or something like, "Don't stop being a little asshole." You know, like uh, when they actually just come out and say it, and you're like, "But I'm only six, Ugh. and my asshole is little." <laughs> it's like I don't care what size it really is. <laughs> I was speaking metaphorically. <laughs> stop hey, being such a huge dick. I had a cool but I'm a person. I had a question. What what was the point where you were able to settle into the game? Like what? Like how did how did that or moment did you def ever? diffuse? I was pretty stressed the whole time. Also because right. there were other people I knew there, and so then I right. had to go see them. And then one of them was saying how I should make a, a routine about this, <laughs> which is just <laughs> well, such a weird. This is it was such a, a weird <laughs> phrasing. Like 
We make a routine yeah. about this. Right. Send them away. Well, I remember what it was. Like Start with a couple old. jokes, but then get a chunk going. Well, no, I, I also together. I remember what it was about. Now we're special. It was because um, my roommate, all all the guys I lived with senior year, went to a resort in Jamaica about a month and a half ago. Because nice. one of our one of the guys we lived with owns several resorts in Jamaica. Whoa! Wow! Yeah, yeah. And uh, so we had talked about this for years, and we finally were going to go. And then I just couldn't go because of work, so I didn't go. And they wrote to my roommate Bummer. Jim and said, "You got to come." And he was like, "And he lives in Idaho. Can I have seven seats." No, he was like, <laughs> "He lives in Idaho, and it's a fucking pain in the ass because to get to Jamaica, you have to fly from Idaho to." A hub airport and from there to another airport and from there to and it was for like a three-day trip and he was like i can't do that like i just can't take off from work for that much time to do this very brief thing and also he said sean's not going so i don't and so these guys were furious that he (laughs) said the part about that i'm not going and so that's what my friend was saying like it was like he was like a 13-year-old girl. Like, oh, my other friend's not going to be there, so I'm not going to come. Will you make a routine about this? <laughs> you sound like a jealous 12-year-old boy. Yeah. Like, and then, will, you uh, please, will you please do some comedy about this so other people hear this story? Yeah, right. So I am not going to talk about that. I'm, yeah. Oh, no. Uh-oh. 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 You did a routine Foiled of it. again. But another problem is that they're all on this WhatsApp app which i don't even really understand what that is but you can communicate with a bunch of people at the same time mm-hmm. cool. and apparently a lot of these guys are trump supporters and they were sending out you know memes and yeah. whatever and yeah. whatever and i was like and jim my roommate is on it and he was like you would not you know yeah he, he showed me some of it and i was like i'm so glad that i was not part of that because mm-hmm. i would have been so fucking right in their faces about it are you still watching fox news not as much as I was. And why? Why have I stopped? <laughs> why did you do that? <laughs> Self-hatred? Yeah, fuel the fire. Um, just see what I they're just saying. I used to sit there and see. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's funny. I had a discussion with my brother, one of my brothers, over the summer. And I find it very difficult to argue with any of my brothers, especially this one, because he is a lethal logician and can i mean he's a prosecutor so he's spent his whole life Ah. training himself to eviscerate people's Mm, arguments arguments, yeah and and he's and he's also i always call him mr spock because he's just completely emotionless when he does it he's just he doesn't get he doesn't get heated or passionate or whatever he just goes but what about this and you're just like fuck you know (laughs) (laughs) But we got into a discussion because I was talking about Fox News and how angry I was and watching it and whatever. And it's all such bullshit. And he was like, well, but, you know, that's because you don't agree with them. And I was like, no, I understand that they have an ideological point of view that I don't agree with. But they also just make shit up and lie about things and whatever. And he goes, yeah, but that's because you're not on their side because there's the same thing is happening for the people that you agree with. I I think that's. True, I think that's. But here's here's what I think is that, to a degree, certainly we all live in an echo chamber of our own ideologies. Mm -hmm. But 
I think that Fox News is above and beyond everybody else in terms of bullshit upon bullshit upon bullshit. Yes, MSNBC has a point of view right. that I would agree with more, but I don't think they are the same in terms of just factual lying about and, yeah. and fabrication. Um, the fervor mm -hmm. that they're doing. And, oh and, man. And they're and they're the old guys on the block. Who I is know. Fox? Fox. Yeah. Because that's what people got out of this year of looking at these sites like Breitbart. It's like, that's that's the next Fox. Right. You know? Yeah. We need to make, I don't know how to do this. I'm not smart enough. But we need to make news only nonprofit organizations. The fact that they're right. um, money-making ventures right. is really what's ruining and everything. And so reliant on ratings. Like this is what I'm saying. It's all about like, getting ratings. Yeah. And so, of course, they're going to do... The most exciting, and they're gonna say what people already want to hear. Like, we, well, and, I don't and, know you how know, to go back to just like bland facts. You know what it is, also, as well? I think it's because, um, when it does come down to ratings like that, you will never ask questions tough enough of any politician for them to say, I'm not coming back on your right mm -hmm. on your channel. Yeah, and Trump, the 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 reason why he was able to do so many things differently is because he just didn't do it the way it was done. Right. He's the first guy to say, I'm not going to show up at your, at your, on your channel anymore. It's just that he was on, he's the bad guy, you know? Yeah. I think there's also something to be said for the speaking to the fervor that you see in a lot of the Fox news anchors and hosts and stuff. It's, uh, I think back to this, this like, st not statistic, but this thing I heard that like people really respond to it's something. Oh God, I'm going to mess this up. It's something, it's a big percentage, like 30%, 40%, um, how you look, mm. like 45%, um, how you look, how you sound. Right. And then only like, 15% what you actually say. <laughs> saying, right. So even like That's Sean- That's how we're able to have this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> no but when you it. were like making those points earlier, I was like, I was, you know, obviously on board with the content of what you're saying, but I was also like, really, I it's almost like a biological, like, I'm like, he's the alpha. I will follow him. <laughs> right. It's like really right. crazy. Right. No, yeah. Right. It, it is. I think it's I primal. I gorgeous, godly fuck. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Well, and I- I did a thought experiment in the last couple of days. Um, Beanstalks. No, but just <laughs> cool. um, how there was sort of this fear from the other side when Obama was elected. So I, I tried to, okay, how much of this is just, how, how much of my panic and my displeasure, <laughs> a nice way of putting it, at Trump being elected, it's just that. It's just like feeding into this fear that is created by the media. Again, thought yeah. experiment. Right. And so every time I'm like, yeah, maybe, maybe Trump isn't that bad. Maybe our side has decided that he's that bad. And then another thing comes out, like who he chose to be in his cabinet. And it's just like, yeah. nope. Yeah. But like I'm trying to have empathy. Like I'm trying to see every side. It's the first time I ever wished that the president's cabinet was actually a like real cabinet. Yeah. So that they would just put these people in the cabinet and then we wouldn't have to We're deal doing with them popsicle anymore. Jokes. <laughs> I, is that a popsicle joke? It's a, more, it's a long popsicle, but yeah. <laughs> I've thought about that for their cabinets. I think I I think the interesting thing is I think you have to separate whether you try to figure him out at all and then whether or not you could connect with anybody who voted for him. 
when I went yeah. to, when I went to the protest, the it they were there for a while in front of the city hall steps, and then they decided to march again. And as they were marching, I saw that there was like a little splinter group, and I I looked over, and they there were two guys who had come by, two you know they they were the exact uh uh you know what you would expect twenty early twenties white dudes with the Make America Great hats again. And, they just like came out of the woodwork. And they, they were like termites. They've they been were, there the whole time, but hiding. It's so weird. They, they were wearing their Make America Great hats again. They were. <laughs> <laughs> they were just they. They, I, I, they well, were. They there. were wearing their Make America Great again. A make, um, oh, hats a Make again. America Great. What is? It? How is it? I don't know. They were once again wearing. <laughs> <laughs> but for I, in that moment, I got to see these two guys be. The minority, like I literally saw them, the two guys surrounded by the twenty dudes, and I did see what it had to, how it had to happen in real life, where some people had to temper that, like, or else the two guys would have gotten the shit beat out of them, right? You know, and that doesn't help anything, right? Either. Exactly, but you know, it is one of those things where it was one of the few times where I thought, and I regret it, I didn't do it, but I wanted, I wanted it to like karate walk up to them and be like no 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 to talk to talk because i was like i didn't talk to anybody supporting trump during this entire experience i didn't do that i don't i don't know what that could be like for any individual so i was just you know just made me think like you're saying ambrose like you know a lot of people saying right now in a very you know well-spirited way like oh we have to try to understand each other Mm -hmm. and listen I pr- I would say everyone sitting here has a hard time talking to people, regardless. Anytime, sometimes, just social anxiety, <laughs> just like talking to people. Yeah, you know, and feeling comfortable no. around them. And now, here's what I'd like to talk about: Are you racist, and why right. is that? Mm-hmm. That's how do you have that conversation? I think that's what everyone's going to have to start figuring out if you, you come, come across often? somebody. Do you hate brown people? <laughs> but some people just like, like, oh gosh, I my favorite television show is Survivor, and <laughs> I know this. <laughs> there is, um, in the current season, there's it's millennials versus Gen X, and the millennials tribe. There's, um, you know, and they're all like clever people, and um, you know, obviously have incredible stamina to be able to be out there for that right. long, um, so little food and water, but. Um, but there was this one incident where one of the millennials, they like got this reward where they got this big feast and what they do when they have that is they preserve the food. They like have some of the food and then save it because they're all starving. (laughs) And, um, and one of the millennials was like, I'm going to eat. So in the middle of the night, he like, he just went, he just ate a ton of the food. And then at the tribal council that night, they like called him out on it. And he was just smiling and just like, he just, he liked being yelled at. Right. And some people like being yelled, like they, they sort of think it's funny or they think what? it's. Any attention is attention Yeah, or something. And, and that's something that I'm like, these I'm are the, the people opposite. we should really be scared of. Yeah, I know. I'm the same way. So it's hard for right. me to empathize with right. it. Right. But. But these, those are the people that we yeah. need to really be afraid of because they're the people who are like, you can Bring say anything yeah. to me and yeah. I will not engage with you. Right. And it's just so scary. Anyway. <laughs> that's, so that's, that's, my, that's next that, week's guest. That's my checking in. <laughs> well, we're glad you showed people a good time at the football game. It was fun. It was stressful, but it was fun. 
That's why it's worth it. Um. All right. Well, I feel like we should just keep going because we don't have a Let's ton do of time. It. So, Mary, mm-hmm. you were going to bring us some kind of topic or subject mm-hmm. to discuss. Mystery topic. <laughs> a mystery talk- topic. <laughs> um, your mystery topic for tonight is. Um, you know you're saying topic wrong, right? <laughs> um, if. <laughs> yes, I do. Um, is being caught in a lie. Uh. Wait, are you just throwing that out there? Whoa. Yeah, because I got caught in one recently and then I was like, goo. <laughs> and it, it made me, I, I wanted to talk about this with people. Like, uh, you, you guys, like, has that happened to you Mostly I'm interested in recently, like in your adult life, because you do kind of grow out of that once you become, you know, older. Hmm. I can tell you the story that made yeah. me. That would yeah. be great. <laughs> I can. Need to buy some time here. Huh? Help you out. <laughs> yes, yes, we're all honorable. Tell us your story all about started, lying you and guys, being caught. You listeners, you, you can't see this, but they all started clutching at my clothes when I said that. Um, so... I uh, I went out with a friend recently um, to get a drink, and we were talking. We we're just like, it's a, a a new friend, so I was getting getting to know her, and we were talking about something came up about um, a relative of hers uh, or a friend of hers who had a, a child that had a, a heart issue and had to have surgery, and in. <laughs> This really speaks to how uncomfortable I guess I am. I can be in conversation. I was like, oh, yeah, that happened to me, too, when I was a baby. And here's the thing. It wasn't a total lie because right. I because I was like, I mean, I, I had a heart murmur. I knew I had a heart murmur right. as a baby. My mom had told me that. But I honestly couldn't remember if I had to have surgery for that. And so I just said, yeah, I had that, too, because... I was like, well, that makes sense to have surgery for that. I'm sure you were I trying to connect. Did. Right, I was trying to connect, and um, and she was like, oh, so you have a, do you have a scar on your chest? And I had to yes. look her. No, <laughs> I well that. So I had just done the lie. So I had this moment where I could be like, I was like, I guess I could continue this lie, or I can look her in the eye and say, no, I, I guess I didn't have surgery. <laughs> And I did. She was very great. She was like, oh, okay. Like, she was totally fine with it. But it was so scary, that moment of having to be like, yeah, I guess, I guess what I said was a lie. But I feel like that's not really a lie. (laughs) Yeah. But, but that's the, that's the example that comes to mind. That happened to me recently where it's like, I, I did make up the fact that I had surgery. Right. right, and then got caught. Well, but you—it was that right. you couldn't remember. You—you you knew you had a problem of some sort. Yeah, but you—you you did remember that you had never had a knife cut you open. <laughs> well, I'd have no scar to show anything. <laughs> Great surgeons. It's yeah, such a classic scenario too. Just like the show me your scar. Yeah, right. <laughs> True. Oh yeah, I should have mentioned we were in bed. Yeah. <laughs> um, How come you don't have a scar there? <laughs> Oh, um, they, went in through, they went in through my mouth. Yeah, they did it through my mouth. It was weird. I can't think of a specific instance, so hopefully I'll keep thinking and it'll come up. But I feel like that happens a lot to me if I mishear someone on the phone. Yeah. Where it's just like I say yes to something and then you're in too deep and then yes. you're just like, yeah, I oh my God. went to Coachella or whatever it and was. Your heart like you so just fast. said yes oh. to <laughs> move the conversation and you can't go back. 
that many steps. Yeah. You know what I've found is you can just say, I'm just going to be completely honest. I don't know what we're talking about. I've been about. zoning out for the last 10, 15 minutes. So I apologize, but you're going to have to repeat He's that. not telling the story. He's just telling us that. Yeah, in the podcast. So what were you saying about a murmur? <laughs> murmur? Speak up. <laughs> well, um, yeah. I yeah. only remember that from school. I feel like my I immediately just go back to being a kid and every time you said, you had seen a movie or TV show. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think that was the first time you, most people realize that, why did I just lie? Yes. And that's that that moment afterwards of after you do it, and you're like, why did I do that? Especially with something like that, where it's like, have you seen this? Yeah. (laughs) Why did I do that? (laughs) So I'm not in a weaker position than you are. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. And it's it's a weird thing. I was just talking about that at work because we were working on an episode idea and I was talking about like how references I, and stuff. I was a kid. Well, when I was a kid, Happy Days was like the big show, right, the right. cool show that everybody had to watch. And I was not allowed to watch TV for the most part as a kid. My parents just were not behind that. Yeah. You know, we would we would uh, we would have to choose two hours at the beginning of the week that mm-hmm. we wanted to watch. So on Sunday, we took out the TV guide, you know, not the TV guide, TV guide, but right. the guide from the newspaper, and we went through and said, I want to watch oh, this for an so hour, sweet. and I want to watch this for an hour. <laughs> right. Didn't seem sweet at the time. Uh, <laughs> but everybody watched Happy Days, and they would come in. Mm. And, like, quote it. On Wednesdays. I believe Happy Days was on Tuesday nights, and they'd right. come in on Wednesdays, and they'd be like, yeah, this was hilarious, and this happened, and yeah. that, and this, and that. <laughs> <laughs> and I would listen to the first round of those stories mm-hmm. and then act as if I had seen the episode as well. Right. Like you would quote the other people in school. Uh, yeah. I would I would like be like, later yeah, in the day, I, love had the a part, I love the part where <laughs> right. this happened goes, and that happened. Yeah. <laughs> and then when this other thing happened, it was so uh, awesome. It was like great, like, oh, that's happening. Uh, right. But it's like the worst feeling, even as you're doing it. You're like, I don't know. I didn't feel, feel bad about it because I was like, I I just want people to think I'm a normal kid. Yeah, you know that I'm not like, you never some weirdo who doesn't get to watch TV. Lives in a hippie commune. Yeah, I have no idea. What <laughs> you never talked about National Geographic. What's the that? Nerdy things that you did watch. It wasn't nerdy things I watched. I just wasn't allowed to watch anything. What yeah, did, what, what was the two what hours you watch? Block? Uh we watched. I watched a lot of. Um, the Lawrence Welk show. I loved that show when I was growing up. Just kidding. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> big Bubbles God, fan. I do, feel like, I, do, I do feel like Lawrence Welk was always on at my grandparents' house when I'd go over I there. remember, yes. He's like, yeah. a one and a two. <laughs> um, but no, I watched, I watched. I mean, you know, Donnie and Marie, which was a variety show. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, Dukes of Hazard was a big one. Chips was a big one for a while. Right. Um, By the way, real quick, I, and I'm sorry, it's just in my brain, but when you said Lawrence Welk mm-hmm. show, because I remember watching it too as a kid, <clears throat> that is the show, that is one of those shows that is the America that I think a lot of people who are now old and have not much to their lives, that is what, <laughs> no, I'm just saying like, and if you're listening, old and destitute. apologies all, to all our old and destitute fans. I'm so sorry. No, but that's that well, is a large majority of you our. You just lost a listener. But that, but that's the Amer- Margaret, get in here. 
That's They're talking about us on the long shot <laughs> They're podcast. They're talking about what? <laughs> They're talking about how old and destitute we are. There's not much to my life. I don't have anything going on. And angry. Ever since the bingo caller died. <laughs> Put on the Lawrence Welk. That's, that, that's, the, that's the America. If you see that show, it's, mm-hmm. I mean, that is, it's just that white America where it was mm-hmm. like, that, we're in charge and everything's pretty and, yeah. and nice. And speaking of being caught in a lie, I mean, Trump, ha- I mean, it's extraordinary. He's been caught he doesn't care. in so many lies. That's the thing that I think we didn't care. figure out, you know? Yeah. It's, it, it's unbelievable. Well, I mean, his supporters are supporting him for other reasons than like some of the bluster that he says and does. Right. But the fact that you can like sit him down and be like, you, you said, said this right. and, and he'll here be like, is so? a record of it. Yeah, he'll be like, well. Or, and it's like, or he'll <laughs> say, or he'll say, no, I didn't. I, right. Yes. And that's even. Nope. That's didn't so say crazy. it. Well, you're on tape saying it. Well, I didn't say it. And, he, and here's where it gets really terrifying. So if somebody says, no, I didn't say that. And then you go. Well, then you're crazy. And then you get to say, hey, they think I'm crazy. Right. Yes, it's, it's that no, gaslighting. He is the king right, of gaslighting. Right, yeah. yeah, yeah. So incredible. It's well, an amazing Well, I've heard skill. a few people, they talk about this time as a post-facts era, which yeah. again sends a chill down my spine. because It doesn't like, matter what the truth is. Well, I mean, I was going to say this before, but do you know that there apart. are... I don't. I don't have any of the statistics or the specifics because that's not how I like to report things. Post facts. <laughs> but, no, I read an article about a guy, and it was about a bunch of people. But they spoke with one guy specifically, a Macedonian kid who oh, had put up just websites too. Yes. That with fake news about Hillary Clinton, right wing. You yes. know, because what happens is people click on the stories. And they get paid they get for ad, ad revenue. Oh, wow. There is a so they're town- just making shit up and putting it up this on is- websites. <sighs> and people, it's you know, insane. some some jamoke somewhere is like, yeah, let me let me read more about what's wrong with Hillary Clinton. No, here's yeah. another thing, right. and it's just bullshit. Right, just right. absolute bullshit. Um, and if people and it doesn't matter. There's no way to. There's no way to no. regulate. You, and that. you can't. You also can't. You can't combat that with. Let me. I just want to tell right. you. This is truly what's happening. Right. Like there's no. It just feels. It feels so that's, impossible. That's why you know when people say like, okay, well, we have to have a conversation. We have to connect. And it's like I think we're gonna have to do that without even starting at any argument or issue. I think it really is going to have to be Whoa. a conversation that starts with like, let's fuck. No, that that <laughs> starts with like, that, start, that starts with like, tell me, let's fuck. Tell me, tell me what it's I like. I think if we fuck, we'll get to, to know you. each other yeah. a little better. You. Tell me what yeah. hurts. What yeah. hurts you? Wow. How I does that make you feel? Totally. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. I mean, I but that's be like, inside that's you. like therapy. Yeah. That's like therapy. And it's like, how do you get a country to go to therapy? It's like, and that's what I think we're all seeing right now. It's like, this shit's that's broken enough. That's a TV enough show that idea right there. People aren't being honest with themselves. Mm-hmm. When you go against your interests, this is the biggest time that has ever happened. People went against their own interests. Oh, I mean, that happens over and over and over again. Right. But it's extraordinary the level at which they were they were. This one's like right. caricature. Yeah. Right. Well, yeah. The, the idea that he won... The working man vote. Yeah. And he like has a gold elevator. It's like no, what? I know. 
Yeah, it's amazing. Uh, There's nothing right. blue collar about the guy. Yeah, it's a blue collar revolution. <laughs> um, it's time for a segment on the show that we like to call Parting Shots. And we're going to have to do it quickly because somebody has to be out of here. And I'll let you take a guess who it is who actually has stuff going on in her life. Jamie has to go snooze. <laughs> I have uh, more snoozes now. Thank you. Uh, so parting shots, and let's be brief about this, mm-hmm. starting with Amber. Um, on Friday, this was a little shining moment of happiness. I got to shoot another one of those sketches for Fox on NFL. Oh, nice. And oh. it worked out perfectly because the call time was 6 a.m. Mm-hmm. It was a quick shoot, and I still made it to work on time. So, nice. even, so it was just like, that's great. Double the money, double the pleasure. Yeah, super fun. And the whole, um, everyone on set was, were basically friends with some exceptions. They were my enemies. Um, <laughs> and it we're was, keeping a list. It was really fun. Um, if you ever want to think, know exactly how tiny I am, I highly recommend you watch the sketch. <laughs> I don't think they thought of how short I am when they cast me because everyone is a giant and then I'm like this little pipsqueak. <laughs> <laughs> Did anybody comment on the sketch to you? I don't know. I've, work, like, I've, I've legitimately, oh, I don't know about work, but I, I sent it to a couple of people at work because they got mad at me last time for uh-huh. not doing that. But <laughs> I'm legitimately, I'm doing bare minimum social media internet. Shit. Yeah. Joe, parting better, shots. Better. Uh, I'll keep it on the sketch tip. Um, as listeners know, I've been directing some new sketch groups of varying experience and talent. And uh, <laughs> no, it's the truth. That's the truth. <laughs> I, I, I experience the, is a better thing to vary than I talent. Pull no, I, pull no, I pull no punches. I pull no punches. Uh, however, um, it's you know it's kind of put me in a stage mom position. So I've been going to the shows and Aww. to see how they do. And this group that I worked with, they gave them, you know we worked before on a show and they only had two rehearsals. And I said, you know what? I think if you have three, it's better for you. Mm-hmm. This they pushed themselves. They made the scheduling happen. They had the three rehearsals. I thought they were in pretty good shape. Mm-mm. The show starts and it's been just it's just been a while since I've had to be there and be like, my heart is breaking. The sketches are bombing. They're not getting laughs. Oh. I know how hard they're working. I know how hard they prepared. They're not necessarily sloppy, but it just wasn't connecting. It just wasn't hitting. And I, I, I have a conversation with them now after each show. Which I, I wasn't used to that before, but just having that conversation with them and letting them know like, okay, now we just have to figure out, like, you guys worked hard to hit your marks and to remember what I told you. But you were so concerned with that that it just didn't end up being fun. Mm. And there's something about sketch acting that I you think is... You have to be having fun. It's, so, it's, it's really interesting because I think it's such a specific kind of acting right in between straight theatrical stage acting. You, you do a show where you guys improv, but it's not for com- a comedic tone. You do mm-hmm. that serious yeah, one. The right. show is not funny, yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think what's interesting sometimes is that when you, as I direct sketch, I try to ground things and I realize that for myself, I have to keep it balanced with like, ground it so that it's real. But, but if that's not the enough. tone that yeah. the sketch demands, then now people are just watching a weird scene <laughs> and they're they're engaged, <laughs> but they're not laughing and it just sucks but engaged is better than not engaged i know i know but i was i was who got engaged (laughs) it was just hard and i really tried to take Mm -hmm. it as an opportunity to let them know like you guys are still figuring it out you know it's like they overcompensated the show before was too sloppy they didn't know their lines 
now they were all like lines, 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 mm. lines. And then it was like, hey, now we got it. The well, next one, yeah. let's put the two together, start loosening up. So Split the difference. I'm learning a lot. I'm learning a lot. I The shows are the hardest, are the ones you learn the most from. So I've really been appreciating that experience. All That's right. It. I'm going to do an unusual thing now, which is I'm going to go next to Jamie because I know Mary has to leave in like two minutes. So we'll give Jamie his parting shot. Then you can leave and then we'll finish, finish. the show. Yes. Talk so about you're gonna you. leave before <laughs> you're gonna leave before we're done. Oh my god! I actually have a time. good parting shot, but that I want to talk about. Okay, so I'll just so do what, the other part. You can do two. Yeah. Um, Mary, do you have any advice? Some nugget of wisdom, a mm. guiding principle in your life that you can oh, impart to all of us yeah. here? This is coming back to you. It just came back. Oh to yeah. You. Oh, oh uh, this this happened like, five years ago. She's <laughs> like, I forgot Are about this bullshit. <laughs> I don't know that we were Maybe. doing it at that point. So. Oh, we were? Okay. Um, the nugget, well, I mean, I guess, I suppose this actually also would tie into my parting shot is let's, let's try to have empathy. Just continue to try to have empathy. Right. And, and I mean, there's so many reasons why that's hard, but I think if you can in your life just always look even in the smallest situations of like why that guy was pissed behind me right. you know in traffic and like even just then and not even that you you're you're gonna stop yourself from getting angry back but i think just having that moment of i'm gonna try to acknowledge what is going on with him and whatever right. um <laughs> just have empathy or whatever i guess no <laughs> So, you know, you know what I think. You know what I think is scary about that is that ultimately, me the biggest common ground is pain, mm-hmm. and that means having to admit to having it and, and feeling, feeling it, it and what, yeah, it's very and what it makes you yeah. do. But if we can get to the, just uh, to the point pain. of just saying like, "I'm in pain, you're in pain," let's start there. Mm-hmm. Let's we- call the whole thing <laughs> off. Uh, Mary Holland, everybody. Mary Holland. Thank you guys for having me. Thank you, Mary. Thank you. Thank you. <clears throat> thank you. And now let's talk about Mary. <laughs> you know what? We could read. We could read what as Mary leaves. I'm going to read how she got onto the show. What? Subject. Sub. This is Mary Holland's email. Subject. <laughs> I like you. Message body. Hello. I like you very much. You make me laugh. You should have a lottery or raffle for just a normal Joe Schmo to win a chance to be a guest on your podcast. So you gave us the idea for the show. And by normal Joe Schmo, I mean me. You should have a raffle so people will pay to put me on your show. <laughs> and it worked. I'm just realizing how devious Mary's mind is. Okay, yeah. And, I love, and she also qualifies it with, does that make sense? <laughs> okay, good. Keep up the great work. <laughs> Mary Holland, everybody. That's hilarious. Off into the night to do That's something. That's how she's so important. successful. She just asks for what she I wants. I suggest that you put me on your TV show. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, Jamie, so you had another parting shot. Yeah. I actually had a really good story. Um, or so I think. You're, 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 yeah, you're setting yourself up I mean, for an failure. actual story, something that happened to me that was didn't involve snoozing. Okay, good. Good, good, good. Um, I got like an email a couple weeks ago from a TV producer. Hello. Who, yeah. Oh. Um, a show called the TD Jakes Show. He's a. He's a pastor. He's a yes, minister. A bishop, I think. In fact. Yeah, big, big one. He has a. <laughs> he's a, the Pope. He's the Pope. He has like he's a God. He has like two point one million followers on Twitter. TD Jakes, yeah. Um, but he has like a huge mega church in I think Dallas, Texas. 
but he does a TV show. I think it's on the Oprah network and the producers are doing like a show kind of Oprah style. It's like a talk show with TD Jakes, um, where they make people's wishes come true. And somebody wants to come to the improv. Well, they they were like, maybe we want to have a a, a someone wants to play the lap. (laughs) Well, they want just want to have a stand up on, right? And so I think initially they wanted me to try to help them get a big star, right? Um, But ultimately, they made it sound like um, I was the fallback plan, but they needed the fallback plan, so they. Ask me first, do I have any like open micers or just people that are young that would want to be on our show? That would be their dream to be booked at the Hollywood Improv. So I gave them a, a short list. Uh, I would love that? to see that list. <laughs> well, it's been cool. I've been doing this lab work thing. There's a, there's a handful of comics that I really right. like. That are, they haven't done the main stage yet, but they're, they're good comics. And right. So um, anyway, I went 8 a.m. to the Glendale Studios. And it was a much bigger production than I thought. I mean, right. it was like a big studio and, you know, like, you know, a couple hundred people in the audience and, you know, big production and um, lights, cameras, makeup on me and what? the whole deal. So they, so they like, interview- hello, <laughs> I can't believe this didn't come up. during. So the- I don't know. On- I didn't look at my calendar. <laughs> I always look at my calendar. This is kind of a big deal. I, uh- I went with the beanstalk thing. What the is fuck? It- <laughs> Is it going to be on OWN? Is it, it on? You said on her channel. Yeah, it'll be on OWN. Oh, so cool. they had. They Who wanted, owns that network? <laughs> they wanted me to be in the audience. Cabinet. Hmm. And they picked this kid named Isaac Hirsch, and he's a really funny guy. Um, he's been in Santa for a while, but he's new to LA. And first, it was like a, this girl comes out, and she's like, her dream was always to be a dancer, and she wanted to be on. Uh, uh, so you want to think you're a dancer? Is that the name of the thing? So you think you can dance? <laughs> so you think you're a dancer, huh? <laughs> Who the fuck do you think you are? A so dancer? you think you're a dancer? Sorry. So you think you're a dancer? All right, dancer, dance. Dance so, for me, little dancer. Let's see little dances. We'll be right back. So they had her, her come out with a, a guy from. So, so you, you think, think you, you want to be a singer, huh? That was the second one. Uh, dancer, someone singer. that didn't make it too far in the voice came and she did her song. It was right. lovely. And then they bring out this kid Isaac. He, um, oh, first it was a married couple that um, never had a, a wedding, and oh, it was kind of a nice. weird one. I believe that makes them not a married couple. <laughs> and they got married at City Hall. It was Unmarried not, couple. They wanted to give them their special day there. Right, right. And then Isaac nice. comes out. He interviews them for a minute. He does two minutes of stand-up, which is that's nothing. a tough audience. Yeah, that's nothing. At eleven or no, at ten a.m. like on a Friday, he did really well. Good for him. Yeah, I mean, people liked him. I think people wanted right. to laugh. And then, um, but they're like, as soon as he's done, we're gonna cut, we're gonna cut to you in the audience. And you're gonna be like, thumbs up, you made it, kid. I was so nervous. <laughs> you didn't even have to talk. No, I had to talk. Oh, you did. So the TD Jakes is like, he's like, uh, oh what my do you gosh, say? I wish we were all there. We can't. Th- we maybe we play this and uh, we talk about it when. When it comes does it out. air? I I don't know yet. It we also you might not be able, not supposed to be talking about it. Oh, maybe. I don't think it's a big deal. <laughs> he's a man of God. But so before Isaac went up, he, or when, I, when Isaac came on, he gave him like this inspirational stories like about Bernie Mac and how what Bernie Mac meant to him or something. Right. And so after Isaac said, it's like, so we have a special guest for you They're in the like, audience. Bernie Mac? <laughs> it's like, we have uh, Jamie Flom. Flom. <laughs> <laughs> From the Hollywood Improv is here. Jamie, how you doing? I stand up and he's like, how did Isaac do? And I was like, he's great. I think, I think we're looking for the next Bernie Mac. Got a big laugh. Should have said, we're looking uh, at the next nice. Bernie Mac. <laughs> 
That would have been <laughs> that would have been just for you. <laughs> I've heard it be like, it's weird that that guy doesn't know Bernie Mac's name. <laughs> Bernie Mac. And then he's like, well, does do you think he could perform at the improv? And I was like, you know what? I we had a sold out show on Saturday night tomorrow. Why don't you come and do a set tomorrow? And everyone applauded. And that was pretty much it. That's cool. But it was like this. TV experience. Did, and, he, yeah. did he really do a set at sa- the Saturday night show? And he did, and it was sold out last night or on Saturday night. And and I was at the wedding, and I I left the wedding early to see him, and I I got in as soon as he was getting off stage. But he said it went really well. And that was the other thing I actually <laughs> talked about too is um how the improv you know in, in the lab and the main room the last few days, including election night, just being here. Um, we had. It's usually Bobcat Goldwaith show, but um, he was out of town, so it was Caitlin. Who's that? Crab apples. Crab apples. Bobcat Goldwaith. 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 Anyway, just watching the, the results come in with our community here, and just right. in, in both rooms, actually, two different shows, right? And being able to be with other people, like when the shocking <clears throat> things happen in the world. Yeah. And then the last few nights, you know, I, I feel like there has been, you know, like not not as many, as many people talking about it as you'd think. But definitely recognizing that this is a time that we need to come together. And I felt Saturday night in both rooms, like all the shows were sold out. And it wasn't like, let's heal tonight. And I don't know, it was just this, you could really feel that. And so it was a cool place to be. The people were appreciative to enjoy themselves in in the face of madness. Totally. Well, but I'm curious, actually, now you brought it up. Have have you seen, you haven't seen too many comics just talking about or referencing it or mentioning it or well, yes I'm or no. mentioning it briefly Some. but right. not like going into a crazy rant about it yeah and in fact sarah silverman went up on saturday night and i think we we're all expecting that she was just gonna go off and right didn't do that so well yeah we all process it differently. well and sometimes so. you need a distraction yeah yeah uh all right i will do my parting shot um, did I say the thing about a T Rex? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you didn't give the context. Can I give for it? I, I'll give, I can give you one from that. There was no context. I can give you one from real life. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of my earliest uh, comedy friends in LA, a uh, very good writer producer named Aaron Lee, used to do this joke, and he based it on real life. He lived in Hollywood for years, and he was walking down Hollywood Boulevard. He said he walked by two guys, and one guy saying to the other. And that is absolutely, positively the best way to eat soup. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. I just, um, this all made me remember something that I used to do in college with my friends. We were big fucking nerds. But we loved thinking of of other people catching this and, and trying to figure it out. So what we do <laughs> Overheard is, stuff? Well, we would go like... Susan, Susan, and we'd run and then just face a wall. <laughs> I love that. It's like if a Westworld we robot like, like suddenly hours. malfunctions. Yeah, we would take turns. <laughs> That's hilarious. Can you demonstrate it? Yeah. I'll be Susan. It has to be farther away. No, no, no. There's no Susan. That's the point. Oh. Like, <laughs> There's no like, Susan. So people are walking by, and you just be like, "Susan, Susan." 
<laughs> I think that young lady thinks the wall's name is Susan, when we all know it's Phyllis. I totally forgot about that, but that was that's hilarious. A good time. Oh. Um, we no have Susan. what's happening? I made everything bad with Susan. <laughs> Amber's and my name destroying is not her, <laughs> destroying her mind. The mic is Susan. <laughs> what a man! What a man! What oh, a man. and he knows my name is not Susan. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Boy, that was complicated. Yeah, I I went to Sauce on Friday. That's Jeff's stand-up right. show. It's never been more right. packed. Right. And pe- like people kept coming in. It was it was yeah. fi- fire hazard right. zone and. Uh, yeah, it just felt like everyone needed to be in community and laugh. And stuff. Yeah, it's good. Um, it's, first of all, hopefully everybody watched Chappelle's monologue on SNL the other night. And I if didn't. you haven't, you should check it out. I highly recommend it. I saw it. It was great. Um, and and very very funny, but also very truthful. Um, I came back from New York last night. And I flew on JetBlue, and I had I bought an an extra room seat or whatever it is, you know, more more bigger, more cushion seat. for the pushing or whatever they call it. Uh, Fat um, bottom girls. So. I can I can fucking just see. Oh, I've read that. Uh, um, but you have to pay like fifty bucks for that or something like that extra okay. on top of your ticket, and which I I'm fine with that. And uh, money bags over here. I had, yeah, I'm fine with that. Knee bags. Um, I had two open seats next to me, and I was very excited because when was the last time you had open seats next to you on the plane? Even one, much less two. And I'm, I'm sitting there. I'm like, oh, this is gonna be great. I took a, I took a, s- a selfie of the two seats next to me because I was like, this will be great. I can post this on social media and make some trenchant. Commentary mm. about seats and airplanes and how people what are they? What are they? people forget <laughs> people forget about <laughs> physics when they're on airplanes. They don't understand that the backpack they have on their back actually takes up room behind them. So I usually get hit in the head about fifteen times mm-hmm. as people are coming in to sit down, et cetera, et cetera. That kind of trenchant social. And then uh, <laughs> and then I see this guy get on, Mm-mm. and I'm like, ah, oh, shit. Mm-mm. And he's coming towards me, and he is giant. Mm-mm. He's a giant, giant man. And he comes and he's like, yeah, I'm in there. And I was like, oh, I thought, you know, I thought I was going to have the whole thing to myself. Hey, little man. <laughs> I, go, I, go, I you know, see I, you there. I thought I was going to have the whole thing to myself. <laughs> anyway, I realized who it was and we, we chatted for a moment. And it turns out it was Tim Thomas, who was a former New York Nick and former professional oh, basketball shit. player, played pro ball for 14 years. I mean, wow. You know, this is all stuff that I, I mean, I knew that he had played for the Knicks. I didn't right. realize he had played for 14 years. And right. um, that's a long time. Of course, I had a million questions for him, but I was like, I can't just barrage. Who did you this vote guy. for? Hey, well, I just wanted to ask him Why what it was like pain? to play with <laughs> Alan Iverson. <laughs> Why Quick question. What pain do you I'm in pain. I'm in pain. You're in pain. <laughs> Let's talk about it. But I did say to him, I did say, those nuts? "What, what, uh, would it be horrible for me to ask you for a photo, right?" Later on, and he was like, "No, no, no, of course, I'm happy to do that." So we watched the Giants play the, or sorry, the Eagles. No, the Cowboys play the Redskins. Get your story straight. Well, he was an Eagles fan, <laughs> and I was a Giants fan, so we were both re- rooting for the Steelers. 
<laughs> and the Cowboys won the game, so we were both very ah. disappointed. Uh, anyway, at the end of the flight, I said, is it cool if we take this picture out there? And he was like, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Let's just find somebody. So this girl was coming off, very, very attractive woman coming off the plane. I said, would you mind taking this photo of us? And she was like, no, absolutely. So she took a picture, and it's a funny picture to me just because every time I have pictures with other people, they're all half my height. And, this and he's... <laughs> makes me look small um but then so then he he went on his way and i started walking out of the terminal and the woman who had taken the picture was like hey so and i said oh yeah thank you so much for doing that and that was um you know that was a professional basketball player who i have admiration for him and for his team and i've always been a fan of theirs and she was like yeah i figured it was something like that so we're talking and she was like telling me how she was just moving to la and she was and i said oh are you going to she's like, I'm nervous about it because I don't know, yeah. you know, what's going to happen, and especially with everything that's going on. I, I said, are you are you here to be an actress? And she was like, no, 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 no. no. Uh, she's going to be a real estate agent, and she has this great opportunity where she was working somewhere else, and now she's going to be working here, and on and on and on. And then she left. And I was like, fuck, that girl was chatting me up. Right. And I should have responded to that. Right. There was no reason for her to follow me through the terminal. And, you know, so I'm just saying when opportunity presents itself, people need to take that opportunity. Yeah, we got to go to century21.com and start doing uh, some digging. Um, I know her name. So that's help. If you find it, let me know. Tiffany. Um, no. Uh, but she was very nice, and I realized afterwards that I missed an opportunity, and I was regretful. Mm. Um, she's just moving here. She's probably just looking to meet new people, you know? So And do something fun, like go to that popular improv show on Sunday yeah, nights. Yeah, exactly. She would have loved it. Um, so go to my Instagram. You can check out the picture that she took of myself and Tim Thomas. I don't think that story's over yet. Me you don't either. think so? It's just beginning. <laughs> we have a special guest, Sean. Come through that door. Tiffany. Tearing <laughs> uh, on the main stage. This is here, right? <laughs> I, I, I like the person who says, when they're bringing somebody out, they're like, we have somebody here for you. Come through that door. <laughs> not that door. Not that door. Wrong door. Wrong door. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. Uh, well, do you guys have a couple more minutes? Because I feel like I should read this thing. <laughs> selling it uh, no, no no i mean we were gonna do it in during a during a break but we didn't have any breaks oh yeah 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 i have minutes um because we've talked a lot about dealing with what's going on and so on and so forth oh this is great let's but, let's yeah let's put it out there so what can you do specifically um here are a few ideas why don't we take turns on this okay Joe? Uh, consider donating to, I'll take the first one here, the ACLU, which I just retweeted. Uh, they're trying to get their membership up because they're going to need all the help they can to file all the lawsuits to stop, make sure that bad things don't happen. That's the American Civil Liberties Union. It's a legal advocacy group that helps to defend and preserve the individual rights and liberties of everyone. And you can get things started by going to their website, which is action.aclu.org action.aclu.org to donate or find out how to get involved. Next one. Next up, Jamie. 
I would um, encourage everyone to donate to Planned Parenthood, which is an organization that provides health care, including protecting and expanding reproductive rights to all women. You can even make a donation to Planned Parenthood in Mike Pence or Donald Trump's name, <laughs> or as red tiered Donald Tump. <laughs> Mm. Um, Disrespectful to the president. <laughs> and they will receive. I wish it would have said Donald Rump. <laughs> that would have been great. That'd be rich. <laughs> Donald Rump. President, president Rump. Um, and if you do it in their name, they'll receive the certificate of donation. But the so, point being that that's kind of a fuck you to them. Yeah. Which is great. So go to plannedparenthood.org <laughs> to learn how to get involved and or. Donate. By the way, I was reading about this whole transition thing that's starting to happen. Yeah. And apparently Trump's transition team was so completely unprepared, unprepared for this that, I mean, a lot of things are going to happen. One of them is that Obama is going to have to work much more closely than presidents have had to work with the He's incoming president. He's going to have to president. train the guy. Yeah. It's good. That's so weird. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. Which is just shitty. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's just so shitty. Did you so see Obama talk today? No, he, I didn't. He gave see it. his first press conference since the election, mm -hmm. and I was at work and I was going through a lobby. So <clears throat> Obama's giving a press conference. I I, I agree uh, with everything he says. <laughs> I think he's a smart guy, and we should not have elected Donald Trump. Well, I guess the I didn't I didn't see the whole thing, but it, it seemed like the reporters were really trying to get him to be like, I love Joseph and the amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat. <laughs> to be like, this fucking sex, right? And and. He, Obama's like, I'm diplomatic. I'm not going to say that. Like, and right. they're like, no, but this fucking sucks, right? And he's right. like, it's going to be fine. But he just looks so sad and so mm -hmm. tired. I, I yeah. might be projecting, but I right. think he is probably. Imagine working your ass off for eight years and somebody's won an election saying that they're going to come in the first day and undo everything you've ever done. Right. I, I, you know, just a couple of quick things. One is apparently these guys came in. And they kind of have to say, this is our opinion about all these issues. <laughs> and this they is didn't how we even feel. know what the fucking Well, no, not even that, but like, like when Mitt Romney was running and didn't win, obviously, his people had hundreds and hundreds of pages of position papers sure. on everything from soup to nuts. <laughs> You know, I, those are bad examples, but yeah, <laughs> T-Rex lips are somewhere Trump's in the middle. Had none, sure. no, no, nothing, they nothing didn't prepared. Think they were gonna win. Nothing prepared, and um, I just and then apparently, I mean, it is fucking crazy. Apparently, they had to sit there with them for a long period of time, hours more than they thought they this meeting to. was going to take, right. to explain what the responsibilities of the executive branch were, what responsibilities Trump can foist off on Mike Pence, what he has to... Because he doesn't want to do anything. Of course not. He doesn't want to do anything but watch cable news and no, tweet people. He seems more somber now like oh fuck i gotta <clears throat> do stuff and you know what can what he's only happy when he's tweeting what stuff can it's pence crazy. handle that trump doesn't have to do himself <laughs> just like you baby what has to what does trump <laughs> have to do what does trump have to do i mean it just is fucking crazy it's it's crazy uh, anyway, Amber, what's the what's the next one also check out the anti-defamation league center for Re reproductive rights Council on American Islamic Relations. Amber can't read. 
These are multiple. This isn't one organization. Correct. I have to put that out there. Right. Um, the NAACP, <laughs> Lambda Legal, and the Disability Rights Education and Defense Fund. Lambda Legal, as featured in Revenge of the Nerds. This might be a trend. This might be pandering. But I don't care. Because this might be the I don't care actual either. least we can do. And if you're still looking for the right fit for your donations and time, or if you want to do more, you can donate to ProPublica at ProPublica.org backslash donate backslash. <laughs> I don't know if that backslash needs to be there or not. No, it has to be better. And subscribe to the New York Times and the Washington Post. These are three organizations committed to keeping institutions honest through investigative journalism or donate to the Sierra Club, which is a 125-year-old environmental group at sierraclub.org. Andrew, and our producer, was kind enough to put this list together and make sure that we had copies of it so that we could do the least we can do. Also, you, you could still donate to the Longshot Podcast. All right, Jamie, don't <laughs> cheapen our don't cheapen our political gestures. Five cents of every t-shirt sale <laughs> goes to ProPublica.org. Um, yeah, so there it is. Some stuff you can do. Now, Jamie, you have another parting shot. Is that correct? Uh, no, no, I'm good. I am good to go. All right. Well, thanks to our guest, Mary Holland. Thanks to our producer, Andrew Stevens. Ta- thank you to Joe Wagner, Jamie Flom. <laughs> That's Myself <laughs> and to this water great. that is hydrated all night. <laughs> and Amber Kenny. Uh, this has been the long shot. We will see you next time. Keep hope alive. Jesse Jackson. That's right. So, so please be patient. You know, uh, I didn't know that Donald Trump was gonna win the election. I did suspect it. Seemed like Hillary was doing well in the polls, and yet, I know the whites. <laughs> you guys aren't as full of surprises as you used to be. And I think I speak for all of black America when I say that we are all praying for Omarosa. <laughs> I don't even know what she's doing in the news. But America's done it. We've actually, we've actually elected an internet troll as our president. <laughs> and the whites are furious. I've never seen anything like it. I haven't seen white people this man since the OJ birth. There's a split screen with white people on both sides. Ah! 
No, I'm not saying I'm enjoying it. I'm just saying it's just, I've never seen this before. I watched a white riot in Portland, Oregon on television the other night. <laughs> News said they did a million dollars worth of damage. Every black person was watching that like amateurs. <laughs> so I'm staying out of it. I'm just gonna take a knee like Kaepernick and let the whites figure this out amongst themselves. Because for us, you know what I mean? We've been here before. We've been here before. And I don't even think it's the most important thing we're dealing with, man. Don't forget, don't forget all things that are going on. Shootings. What do you think about that? All these shootings in the last year. Worst, the worst mass shootings in the history of the United States. Pulse nightclub, which they said ISIS did. And then it turned out that wasn't exactly what happened. And if that is what happened, then ISIS is scarier than I thought, because they have very deep cover operatives. Look, guys, we're going down deep for this one. I might have to uh, get a grinder account and uh, <laughs> jerk a few guys off and throw them off the trail. <laughs> I don't think the guy was in ISIS. What happened was he pledged allegiance to ISIS before he did what he did, which is not the same as being an ISIS, you know what I mean? Like, I was gonna have sex with a girl, and right before I did it, I screamed out, Wu-Tang. That don't mean I'm in the Wu-Tang clan. I'm just shouting Wu-Tang out. Some more shootings than I can literally count. You can't even go to the goddamn zoo without seeing a shooting nowadays. They shot a gorilla in my local zoo. And the Cincinnati police said, shooting that gorilla was the toughest decision this department ever had to make. I said, well, you about to see a lot of niggas in gorilla costumes in Cincinnati. <laughs> Why do we have to say that? Why do we have to say that black lives matter? Now, I admit that is not the best slogan but McDonald's already took, you deserve a break today. <laughs> and I guess it's kind of catchy because everyone else is biting it. Even the police bite it. Blue lives matter. What was he, born a police? That is not a blue life. That's a blue suit. If you don't like it, take that suit off, find a new job. Because I'm gonna tell you right now, if I could quit being black today, I'd be out the game. I did the next best thing. I, I became a rich black person, <laughs> which is harder than you think, because, you know, your life becomes gentrified, like Brooklyn. <laughs> all your black friends stop moving out, and all these new white friends start moving in. You find yourself saying things to friends you grew up with that you never dreamed you'd say. I'm sorry, nigga, you can't come with us. There's only enough room in the balloon basket for four. Ta-ta. <laughs> <laughs> Donald Trump, he did it. He's, he's our president. And I feel bad saying that I'm staying at a Trump hotel right now. <laughs> I don't know if he's gonna make a good president, but he makes a swell hotel suite, I'm gonna tell you that. 
housekeeping comes in in the morning and cleans my room, and I just, hey, good morning, housekeeping. Grab a big handful of pussy and say, you know. <laughs> Boss said it was okay. <laughs> Sorry about that, Lauren. All my black friends who have money said the same thing when Trump got elected. That's it, bro. I'm out. I'm leaving the country. You coming with us? Nah, I'm good, dog. I'm gonna stay here and get this tax break, see how it works out. Because that's how it is being Dave Chappelle. It's the first time I got some money, it didn't work out like that. The most unlikely thing that happened ever was a black president came out of nowhere, like, come on, everybody, let's start thinking about everyone else. Oh, nigga, I just got this money! It was possible. <laughs> Trump went to go see Obama last week. You see that? Yeah. Did you see Trump's face when he came out the meeting? Trump got sunned. He looked shook. Trump looked like he got shook. He probably came in there. Hi, how are you, Mr. President? Good to see you. Hello, Donald. How you feeling? Oh, God, I've got to tell you, this job looks like it's gonna be a lot harder than I thought. Really? It's not that hard. I mean, at least you get to be white while you're doing it. <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm, I'm a little nervous. Nervous? Come on, man, relax. You haven't even met the aliens yet. It's gonna be all right. I don't know what he's going to do. But I know Obama did a good job. Obama did a good job. I think we'll all miss him when he's gone. Do you agree with this? And thank God he lived to tell about it. This is the first black dude that ever heard America's secrets. And I'm happy he lived. If, 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 if someone threatened our president, that is the only time that I'd want him to be stereotypically black. <laughs> We'd be on the news like, uh, an assassination attempt was carried out today on the United States president. In a bizarre sequence of events, the president himself was armed, <laughs> fired back, killing four people that had nothing to do with the incident. <laughs> he then ripped off his shirt, screamed out Chi-Town for some reason. You know, before I go, I do want to say one thing, and this is not a joke, but I think it's important that I say this, because they're marching up the street right now as we speak. A few weeks ago, I went to the White House for a party. It was the first time I'd been there in many years, and, and it was very exciting. And BET had sponsored the party, so everyone there was, was black. <laughs> and it was beautiful. I walked through the gates. You know, I'm from Washington, so I saw the bus stop, well, the corner where the bus stop used to be, where I used to catch the bus to school and dream about nights like tonight. It was a really, really beautiful night. And at the end of the night, everyone went into the West Wing of the White House, and it was a huge party. And everybody in there was black, except for Bradley Cooper for some reason.
And on the walls were pictures of all the presidents of the past. Now, I'm not sure if this is true, but to my knowledge, the first black person that was officially invited to the White House was Frederick Douglass. They stopped him at the gates. Abraham Lincoln had to walk out himself and escort Frederick Douglass into the White House. And it didn't happen again, as far as I know, until Roosevelt was president. When Roosevelt was president, he had a black guy over and got so much flack from the media that he literally said, I will never have a nigger in this house again. I thought about that and I looked at that room and I saw all those black faces in Bradley and I saw, <laughs> and I saw how happy everybody was. These people who had been historically disenfranchised and it made me feel hopeful and it made me feel proud to be an American and it made me very happy about the prospects of our country. So in that spirit, I'm wishing Donald Trump luck and I'm going to give him a chance. And we, the historically disenfranchised, demand that he give us one too. Thank you very much. A Tribe Called Quest is in the building. Don't go anywhere, we will be right back. For past, present, and future episodes of The Long Shot Podcast, please visit thelongshotpodcast.com. Mm -hmm.